Hey, everyone. Welcome to the New Media Show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenlee. Rob, how you doing? Doing terrific, Todd. Busy day, right? Yes, it is. A happy International Podcast Day. Yeah, happy International Podcast Day, right? And was this like the the 10th year they've done that? Or wow, I don't know. Yeah, how many, what's the anniversary number on that? Do you have an idea? I've been involved at least three or four years. I, I don't know what, the, what year number they're on. To be frank, maybe I can go over the website. Maybe it'll it'll show. But um, you know, we've been teamed up with them for the podcast award for like four, at least four years. I don't know if they have a history of this or not. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Well, I don't know when they started it. So yeah, I was just I was just curious if you happen to know that off the top of your head. Oh, I don't either. it so. was. Uh, 2014, the National Podcast Day was celebrated with six hours of broadcasting. So 2014. 14 is when it started. Okay. Yeah. So six years. Yep. And this is officially sanctioned International Podcast Day for people that, how do you do that? Well, uh, there's the International uh, Podcast or actually International Day group. We know the, I know the person that runs it and uh, they, they officially uh, brought it into the national date calendar, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. then five years ago or six years ago. Yeah, I know that was a big deal back then. I think the first couple of years there was a lot of, a lot of, a lot of publicity articles. You know, a lot of the major need, news outlets were even covering it at that point. Yeah, and I think the only ones I've seen actually announce much stuff today, believe it or not, was Spotify. They announced they announced a bunch of stuff for International Podcast Day. And, uh, but I haven't seen a lot of other social media from other big podcasting groups. Right. So it is what it is, but, uh, it is the day that we celebrate podcasting. And matter of fact, what happens here is today, we're only going to go 60 minutes because or 56 more minutes because at the top of the hour, I've got, uh, Adam Curry coming in. And we're going to spend 50 minutes with him pre-recording his segment for the International Podcast Day tonight, mm-hmm. where he'll be on uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern, and then uh, with me and Mike Dell, and then at 9 p.m. Eastern, we'll have the uh, the podcast award ceremony, which is safely in the can over here. Oh, you got it already pre-recorded. That's awesome. It's it's uh it's too risky. Um with all and, do it live. and I have a certain time constraint I have to stay in. And uh, so it's too risky to do to do live. I di- I did it one year live. And I think there's maybe still one mistake in the in the recording. <laughs> it's not a biggie, but you think back that did I do that right? <laughs> so uh yeah, um that's in the can, it's ready to go. Um that's why we. So, did you have to go in and do any editing? No, I don't do ever editing ever. Ever. Okay. <laughs> ever. Okay, I thought you did something. Well, I have in the past. I've done a little bit here and there, but no, I didn't do any editing on the. Because it wasn't that big of a boo boo. Right. And, um, but uh, yeah, so we had a requirement for all of our podcast awards nominees all all 200 of them to have submitted their acceptance video by the 23rd of this month and then uh, i preview those sort through them i know who the winners are by that time and uh slot them into the so it's you know it's a production but it's and it is a production it'll appear like it was live For sure, <laughs> but uh, uh, it is pre-recorded. It's just, but it gives me time to watch the chat room and the reactions and do all that other stuff while it's going on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, anything um, else on your plate that you wanted to the, the cover right out of the gate? I know that there's some big things that have come out over the last couple of days that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet. Is there anything else on your on your agenda? Uh, nothing else, really, to be honest with you. Um, you know, okay. and we that, did another IAB technical working group call. Oh, that's earlier. true. Yeah. So 
good progress on that. So things are things are looking good on on that side. Even though I think that there's always this um, constant uh, rumble out there around groups trying to you know I guess don't like the IEB certification process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's what it is and what the industry has. Yeah. So, but the big news I thought earlier um, in in the week was the the rumor that got broke out by Bloomberg about Wondery being up for sale, which which uh, I've been wondering about for a couple of years now. Right. When Wondery was going to get snapped up, right? I don't know about you, but but now it's official. I guess they're they're actively shopping it. Mm-hmm. So. Sorry, so. I'm just being distracted here at the second. Uh, it's it's part of this insane day where I have to, I'm I'm like juggling yeah. five things, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I get it. But I guess the company has had. Uh, I'm talking about the the Wondery company, at least in the news here. It's saying they they will surpass forty million dollars in in revenue this year. Wow. Um, and I guess the company is looking for an acquisition around two hundred million. So obviously the investors and the leadership over there kind of want to do an exit. So what it sounds like. Right. Under if there's any reason for the timing of this or just maybe this was always the plan. Right. I, you know, I've got, uh, you know, here's, here's what we have going on with, um, the space is that there is, there's a time right now where people are, you know, with them, them putting themselves up for sale, um, and, and they're profitable. It just looks to me like some investors want, and I don't know if they have, I'm assuming they have investors. The investors want to cash out. They've been in business two or three years. Mm-hmm. They've had good growth. So now Probably it's a time. nice multiple on their investment. So now it's, it's time to move on. And so it's right. ni- now it's time to, to get some cash out of it and uh, let someone else potentially take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. But they missed out on some of the, the big deals, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. Is there any of the big players that are left that could, could snap them up? I think maybe what they're positioning themselves for is getting picked up by, you know, some player out of Hollywood. Well, that I could be is, true. Is my speculation there. Big studio or big media company that's uh, more on the Hollywood side more on the the radio or or online radio which is where most of the acquisitions have been coming out of prior to the i i just uh yeah so rob here's here's a scenario for you okay you've your show's been nominated for the podcast award Whose show? Your, let's say your show was. Okay. okay. Just use me as an example. Yeah. You made the slate. Okay. You are sent an email that says, if you do not submit your acceptance video by this date, you will forfeit. And it is September 30th, and it is six hours away from the award ceremony. And so you won. Well, saying? it's not, yeah. you don't know if you won. So you are one of them, all, all everybody nominated shows have to submit a video. Right. Saying. They right. have to see whether they, they don't know if they're doing this blind. Right. It's the only way I can do a live show and have the acceptance of speeches in because we used to do it really live and we'd say, okay, it's a so-and-so show. You just won. Call in now. And they would never show up. Right. So we basically said, if you do not, and it's in the rules and it's in the emails I sent, if you do not send in your acceptance video, you forfeit if you were the winner. Right. Now, it's six hours before the awards ceremony. 
And I have a podcaster that is pissed. I understand that was sent in the original email. And, but yet I didn't get my thing in. Can you give me an exception? Six hours when the due date was on the 23rd and they had over a month to submit a video that could have been done with a cell phone, which a lot of the podcast winners did. Right. I'm just, And I feel for you that you're busy, things are going on, but if you don't respect your listeners right. enough to have taken the time, 15 minutes to do an acceptance video, I, 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 that is, to me, is tough. So it's actually too late because you've already pre-produced the yeah it's done if it and and i don't know if this person was a winner or not i won't i won't even say right you know i could tell them never mind you didn't win but i'm not going to say that because we don't tell people who won or or lost and we don't tell people who came in second or none of it right so i'm if, if that was the rules then what happened is appropriate right right It's not something that is sacrificed uh, in the event itself or makes the event look bad. So, which is good. Right. And actually, nobody's really embarrassed other than just. Right. They, they and I don't, I don't call anybody out and say they didn't submit. Right. right. They just don't have a chance of winning. They might have won. Right. So. Makes sense. Yeah, I nothing I can do to help at this point. You know, it's did someone this year forfeit because they didn't submit a video? I'm not going to say. Mm-hmm. I might say later next year, <laughs> but not today. Right. I mean, people can speculate. Yeah, but it's a simple requirement. It's just. My God, just take your cell phone and say, hey, thank you for voting for me. I appreciate it. Thank you to my fans, you know, and send it to us. Right. So this is where, and, and I'm the asshole. Well, they, so will they show up in the slate of, I mean. They're in the slate already. They already are in the nominee slate. Okay. So they're st- it's not like you took them down off the nomination. No, 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 no. They're still on the website as being a nominee. Right. And we had a, we had a notice on the website from the very beginning, from the very beginning. It took it off the other day because we just getting ready for the, you know, to have the live video and everything on this, on the, on the website. But we had, if you're a nominee, we have sent you an email with a pending deadline of 23 August. If you've not heard from us, you need to contact us immediately. And someone on Twitter today said we never got an email. Today, a different podcast said we never got an email. Yet I looked in the, looked in the, I went and looked in MailChimp and yep, there their email address was. And oh, by the way, the email had been opened. So not only did they get it, they read it. So don't tell me you didn't get an email because we use MailChimp and we have that tracking in there that says you opened the email. So no hiding on that one. No hiding on that. (laughs) Yep. I'm sorry. I'm distracting everyone here, but this is, Hey, so guess what? You get to deal with all this and running your awards thing. That's true. Yeah, I guess we're both in the awards stuff now, right? <laughs> That's right. But how do you have a, how do you know, how do you, do you whisper over to a certain show? Hey, by the way, you are the winner. You need to send me a video. You know, I, I don't, don't think we've, we've decided on how winners are going to, going to, going to respond yet, but we're certainly going to learn from your example. <laughs> if, if we are going to wind up doing a virtual event, especially. But I guess that actually applies even to a in-person 
event too, right? Because people because can't always make it. Right? No, because then what do you do? Having two hundred people on standby, you've given them the video. What we had one year was a non-winner called in because we'd right. given all two hundred of them the actual right. the Skype address to call into, and and one of them called in and was being, oh, I I really didn't win, but I wanted to say hi, and then clicked off. Right. You know, great. Yeah, great. You know, had an interloper on the award ceremony. So I'm like, I'm not doing this no more. And I'm not doing it where I have 20 winners and only seven show up. It was an insult. So that was the methodology that got us here to doing it the way we did. Yeah. (laughs) Seems to make sense to me. Seems seems to make sense to me too. But what can I do? No. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. I took yeah. us on a sidetrack here, but I got the email blasting me in the face for being unfair. So I don't know. Do we want to drop the 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 bomb that the industry is not going to be counting um, Apple Watch downloads? Well, I think we already talked about it. But as of I tomorrow, know, at, at, at as of tomorrow, those your stats at most of the hosting platforms, I would imagine are, are going to, your stats are going to drop. Yep. Cause there's no more Apple watch counting. Yep. And, um, that is been forthcoming for a long time. Of course at Libsyn, you guys dropped it year, a year, more than a year ago. Right. So, so nothing's going to happen at Libsyn. It's yeah. still the same. Yeah. I mean, if you're hosting on Libsyn, you won't see a change in your numbers, right. but on, Many other platforms, you will see a reduction that, in your numbers. That's fact. It's just how much is a big question. Well, some shows more than others. Right. Depends on how many Apple Podcast subscribers you have and how right. many of them have Apple Watch. Right. It's going to vary show to show. If you have an Android-specific show, you're probably going to be okay. So, Todd, did you see the article in Pod News? Uh, well, actually, it wasn't an article. Pod News, they link to an article in Pod News um, talking about how there's some guys out there trying to uh, <clears throat> fake IAB certified download. Yeah, I did. And actually, um, boy, um, I feel bad for the company that was used as the example. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, there's a couple of companies that were used as an example. I think only one. Wasn't it? Well, Chartable, and I see in the article um, a reference to, let's say, Chartable and Acast. Oh, so they they, uh, they did more than one company. Ayusha, I'm not familiar with, uh, and Spreaker. So we had a discussion about that internally. I had my dev team go and review. And my, my main point is, is that, um, not all podcast measurement companies are the same. And if you have been in the business long enough and have had to dealt with fraud before, then potentially you already have provisions built to prevent what they did, but they spent a lot of money to fake some downloads. Well, I think the point of the article was is that the guy that that tried to do it um, didn't didn't spend very much. Money. Uh, I think what the, was part of part of the the reference in the article or in the discussion. Anyway, I don't know if it was. In I, the th- article I thought I was looking setup costs around one hundred eighty dollars monthly subscriptions yeah. thirty to right. fifty dollars. Right. And then right. he 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 built a script a script. Yeah. And um, yep. and ran the script and got about 30,000 downloads a month. And he had to pay for those downloads. Right. So uh, I would imagine that, you know, most of the platforms are going to learn from this. I, I would think that, I would think if your platform was built right, you, you would have detected this. Um, I don't want to give away 
fraud prevention tricks that we fraud prevention stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but right, because yeah, it's an arms arms war. That person right. is probably listening to this show, or someone that's involved with it is listening to this show. Mm-hmm. I believe we would have fared better, much better. That's what I believe, uh, based upon right. what we saw. And um, I'm not going to really dis. I don't want to dis because if I say how, right, then then they'll just build around that. So, right. but if someone wants to go to the the length of faking an IP. And faking user agents and changing the user agents and or changing the IPs, there's not a lot you can do against that to a certain extent. But there are other things that you can really watch out for. And especially if you're going to try, if someone is going to try to do fraud on a specific episode that is being monetized, if you don't do it to the shows before many weeks and months of shows before and many weeks and shows a month after, and you have a single show with a spike, well, hmm, let's go look at that. And the extra scrutiny will often determine, hey, let's look at the log files and look at the timing and look at all the other things that happened to determine if there was something that weird went on. But if someone's trying to do this to get a payday, well, let's think about the payday. Um, and it probably would be a one-time payday because if you got 30,000, if you got 30,000 fake downloads and he billed that at, at $20 CPM, well, that's, that's probably a pretty decent payday then. Uh, if I did my math right, that's, uh, what, 600 bucks? Mm-hmm. But let's say the downloads were really 300 and not 30,000, then the advertiser's going to go, how come I got no performance on this? And they're going to never advertise with that show ever again. So it's a one-day, it's a, it's a one-time payday, and you right. have gotten yourself added to a blacklist by that advertiser never to be advertised on it again. So yeah, right. you can go ahead and, and do this cheating. Right, but it's going to backfire on on in the end, unless you keep it going forever, right? Now, <laughs> let's say you spent this money and the hosting provider already had preventative. And I think, here's the thing. Chartable has never seen fraud attempt. They haven't had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. We saw fraud at monumental scales in the early days. And, you know, everyone was running scripts and doing all kinds oh, yeah. of things to pump download. Yeah. It, it, it was rampant. 2006, it was cheap, 2007, so 2008. It was right. rampant. Right. So we learned very quickly, okay, every time they changed the script, we added another filter. So... There's probably one combination that none of us can catch. And that would be, um, I don't know if I want to say it. Yeah, you probably don't. So, but they're going to have to work really, 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 really hard to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to have to work really, really, to do that at scale. To do the to do the 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 method to really cheat, um, and are gonna have to pay for that bandwidth and everything else too. So, with whatever service they're running, mm-hmm. I do see. I did see that they had more than one company that they did uh, kind of catch here, and this yep. is why we've always said as part of our IB certification, we go beyond, at least at Blueberry, we go beyond what the IB requires. Are we going to catch right. everything? Nope. If someone comes up with the right combination of stuff to cheat, something we haven't seen before, yeah, it may be to slide through. But I don't think the average podcaster 
today is going to go to this level or have the technical know-how to do that. But is this just someone's campaign to try to discredit IB stats? Who paid this guy to do this? Or did he just do this to... to It's a really very good question, Todd. Um, it's just the guy that wrote an article, but yeah, it's it's a good question. Why you know why is there people out there trying to break the IEB's certification? <laughs> yeah, but you know, I guess there there's potential money to be made, right? That that could be the um, the other end of the spectrum. Yep. Right. Oh, there was an update on today where ACAST was uh, tested and they got their, their, their stuff was fake too. Yep. Huh. Well, we'll see if they test on blueberry. Well, there's probably a reason why they, why you guys weren't listed, right? Well, I don't know if they were tested against work. us. But will they, will they say, will they actually say that if, uh, will they say that if we get, uh, if we pass their test or how about Libsyn? If they run against Libsyn, are they going to, they going to announce that we passed their test or didn't get the same result? Mm-hmm. So did you see where Apple, um, $311,000 on podcast advertising. I heard that, but it was on their own, it was advertising their own show, right? Uh, advertising the company all for their Apple. It was advertising for their Apple news product. I think it was on other podcasts. David says Asha is a large French hosting provider. Never heard of them. Yeah, I hadn't heard of them before either. And they're not IB certified. Yeah. But again, IB certification that means that you're doing you're following the spec correctly doesn't mean that you're 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 can't be hacked. Right? Yeah, because it, it means you uh you have to do other things. They don't look at they never looked at our anti cheating mechanisms. I never even got looked at. Yeah, it's not part of the specification no. for how to download. Oh, and there is in specification how to count. The question is, yeah, right. they, they don't look at your technology to eliminate download. Or, or fake sources right. of legitimate requests, right? Or not legitimate right. requests, but fake legitimate requests. Yeah, that's a whole other level of... Um, I guess you could say security. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. And yeah, I guess some folks will maybe learn from this a little bit. I'm not saying that we're not going to be immune, but uh, I, I don't want to give them much more, any more hints. <laughs> right. Sorry, I took us back on this topic. Mike says, uh, stirring up doo-doo. So I saw another podcast award called the Discover Pods Award. It's called for nominations. The Discover Pod. Yes. Presented by Buzzsprout. They're a sponsor of the. Is it their awards? I don't know. Good question. I'm not sure. It doesn't, it's not off of their website, it's off of a separate website. It's at awards.discoverpods.com. Hmm. So they're taking nominations, looks like right now. Uh, it says the nominations open starting today, which is today is the 28th. So that was a couple days ago. Um, through October 11th. Well, interesting. Oh. Yeah. 
And what's kind of funny is I went to discoverpods.com and uh, there was something I saw on here. So let me, let me stop it right here. I can bring this up. Of course, they've got, oh, no, 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 no. They've got a, uh, so let's see here. They've got a, uh, the 10 best podcasting services. So let me click on this. And who did they pick out as the best? Our favorite. Oh, Buzzsprout. Oh, there's Blueberry number two, Castos, Podbean, Podian, Transistor, Spreaker, Simplecast, Fireside, Libsyn gets an honorable mention. All right. But but the award presented Buzzsprout. I just, I'm always looking for a... Conflict of interest? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What you're looking for? Yeah. Don't think I found any. No. So hey, here we go. I'm not sure who's who's behind the Discover Pod. I don't know either. So there's a lot of advertising for Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout does a lot okay. of average. Buzzsprout does an, an an incredible amount of Google AdWords advertising. You, you know, you you want to see how how Buzzsprout gains business. Right. Uh, let so, me just do this. Let me show you this little fun thing. So the founder and editor of Discover Pod is his name is Kevin Goldberg. Uh-huh. Let's see here. I've got I got ad blocker turned on, so let me uh let me turn the ad blocker off. And then let me refresh this page. Oh, I guess they ran out of budget. Usually when I search for Blueberry or Blueberry Podcasting, the company that's advertising against us is Buzzsprout. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> they, 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 they love to buy, they love to buy advertising. <laughs> so I guess that's, that's the point of this website is that it's a, uh... It's like a podcast reviews, um, podcast hosting, reference articles. I, I guess there's posts in here, so it's so, a content site. So let me look and see. It's uh, oh yeah, best overall podcast, best new podcast, best individual podcast, most innovative podcast, best podcast hosted by a woman, best podcast created host by a what? What a POC? What is a POC? Best non-English, true, best true crime, best sports, best news, best interview, best LGT, best history. It just goes on. My God. Um, so, general info. Who picks these? Does it say? I, it looks like that the there's a there's contributors. Let's see, will. Williams, right? So there's contributors that contribute to the site too. So and and James Griffin is also a contributor in here. So there's a bunch of um folks that are writing articles or whatever oh, for the, the, the final vote is a pure popular vote without any committee interjections. So it's a looks yeah. like they have open voting. Yeah. So, so. How do you stop ballot stuffing? You have an email gate that verifies valid emails using both nomination and final voting. Well, I hope you have more than that as your as your prevention measure. Right. <laughs> because one place we've learned where people do cheat a lot is in the podcast award voting process. And then um, there's also another podcast award. Discover the Pod. Dutch, Dutch podcast. I think I heard about that one. Yep. That one. They, they, they will announce the awards this Friday or on Friday, November 6th. Okay. So it's from September 23. You can vote for your favorite podcast. Here's the good thing about EU sites. They've got these 
big except privacy statements that pop up on the screen. Right. Yeah. Right. So here's the Dutch Podcast Awards website. Ask podcastawards.nl. You got a good one. They, yeah, they, they got the yeah. Dutch variant of it. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I still think we have the best trophies. Oh, yeah. Our trophies are pretty, pretty awesome. I have awesome. one. I've got a, I've got a, a sample. Let me go get it. Oh, you do? It says sample trophy on it, just so everybody knows. So here's a 2014 Podcast Awards People's Choice sample trophy. <laughs> okay, you got to switch the, oh. the video back. Oh, is that better? Uh, 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 well, you'll see it backwards, Rob. The audience will see it right, I think. No, no, I'm just not seeing it all. because. Oh, jeez, that was stupid. All right, so, right. yeah. So uh, here it is. Okay. And cool. uh this these are made by the same companies that make the um the country music award bullets. Mm. So as you okay. can see we've got a little platform looks like, you know, some sort of mobile device. It used to, well before it was an iPod and then of course the RSS on top. Right. So right. yeah, sample sample trophy and as you can see in the oh right there, right there behind me. And the on the screen is the yeah there it is there it is so um, that's the outline of it yeah yep, these are molded and poured they're fantastic and uh, I've had a few break over the years in shipping that sucked but so is that a glass or it's acrylic or acrylic or it's acrylic, acrylic. can't right. afford glass plus yeah. it's so heavy yeah and this is pretty heavy though you know yeah. So, yeah, that's the sample trophy. Someone said, oh, you got an award. I said, no, that's just a sample trophy. <laughs> Participation Todd, trophy. Todd can't win his own award. No, I can't, but I can have a sample trophy. Yes, you can, which is almost as good. <laughs> <laughs> and we do let all our nominees and uh, nominees and uh, winners order extras and stuff like that. The winners all get free ones. Now the 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 subcategories get a little shorter one. <laughs> this is the one for the for the people's choice. That's the most expensive bad boy. That's about two forty nine, I think, is mm -hmm. what that trophy cost me. <laughs> the small ones are a hundred something, and then we we do a little markup, some shipping, and. So people, and usually I get about 50 trophies in here about Christmas time. I thought <laughs> I saw that they, uh, a, a company launched a new podcast catcher app for Windows. I heard that. And I haven't seen that happen in a long time. It's a PWA. It's not a, it's a, pub, yeah. it's a, and it, it'll, it'll work fine in a, um, we have to link to it. Yeah, it's called Pod Podfriend. Podfriend, pod yep. Podfriend. What that? If you wanted to, if you happen to be a Windows 10 user. Oh, that's or, interesting. So, hey, Podfriend folks, uh, let me. One thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to get your SSL certificate set up for your website. You're you're running on a non-secure, and that's it's going to cause you trouble down the road, right? Right. Let's see if I can show it here. There's the website, but I don't know where's the public web app at. It's a uh, it's a desktop app. But yeah, it's, but what's it's the, the only thing they they currently have? Uh, download for Windows. Oh. I don't have a Windows machine. How come they just didn't make it a PWA then and make it so it could be used on? Well, I think you can, I believe it. I didn't go oh. to it with my mobile phone, so who knows? So, there's desktop app, Mac or Windows. So, how, how come they're showing it show up in a mobile device on the screen because it's it renders like it looks like a mobile device that's what it's what that's what a pwa is no but it's not a downloadable 
to an iPhone or an Android device yet. No, mm-hmm. but if they build it correctly, it will load the web. If it's on a website, the website will load as a right. mobile. Yeah, no, no, I get that. I'm just not seeing that the it's available on the web. It's only available for Windows right now. It says. So, and it's an actual, we look at it. It's an EXE. There's nothing for the Mac yet either. So maybe, yeah, desktop. That wasn't what it was. That wasn't what that that is not what was advertised, though. They advertised a PWA, which is supposed to be accessible via a web address. I'm not seeing that here. Yeah. So let me let me try because that was in their press release. Let me try app.podfriend.com. Um, nope, that's not, it didn't work. So. Hmm. It says pod, pod friend is beta. We're working hard to release it on all platforms. What it says. And who, who's behind this? Let me go to the page. I don't know. Uh, I'm not it saying doesn't anything. say no about or anything. Right. Yeah. Uh, running in uh, anonymous mode. The website's cute. Yeah. It's an attractive. Yep. Looking app, I have to say. See all those little graphics that load like that? That kind of kind of have that little movement going on. That mm-hmm. that that is uh that's heavy load on a on a website and rendering and goes right. against your your score. But right. they, they've done a pretty good job here with all these little oh the phone bounce. Oh, nice. So we love the little <laughs> geeky tech, tech stuff, don't we? Yeah. And I also thought it was interesting that Apple bought Scout FM. That was some time ago. Yeah, earlier this past year, yes. And I guess the rumor is that they took that technology and built it into uh, Station. Aha. Uh-huh. Into iOS 14. All right. Right. And let's see, there is a, uh, yeah, that's cool. So for those of you that have joined us a little bit late, we are only going to about, we're going to be wrapping the show up in about 11 minutes. Uh, we can't go a full 90 minutes today. We've got, uh, I have an interview with Adam Curry that we're pre-recording for the National Podcast Day. So I apologize for, uh, for cutting Rob short today, but between, Mackenzie's presentation that she just got done at the top of the hour and then us, us having a, uh, a sprint retrospective and everything else. I just couldn't start early today. Mm-hmm. So. And then uh, Dave, or not Dave, but Daniel, well, I should say um, Dave Jack got his new uh, podcast book out. What's it, yeah? What is the title of that? Let me go find it. We might as well uh, pimp it here for him. Let me see here. Uh, where was that? Let's see. Uh, gosh, someone maybe in the chat room can help us out with the new name of it, but I had a, there was a link to it somewhere. Uh, I would imagine he's got it on his, his website. Oh, he might go over there. School school. That's where I'm at right he now. He was complaining. He hasn't gotten a copy of it yet. And uh, Rob Walsh said, well, maybe uh, Pat Flynn bought uh, all of the copies because uh, <laughs> it wasn't, you know, this book was going to replace uh, uh, the $997 course for. Uh, right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't post a link to it on his website. Oh, come on now, Dave. If you're going to promote yourself. Yeah, I think he, I think he's been talking about it um, on his, on on Facebook. Let me go right. to Amazon and see if I can find it. We're really prepared, folks. Oh, okay. It's uh, here it is. Profit from your podcast. Proven strategies. Uh, here, here to I turn found it. Listeners into a livelihood. Profit from your podcast. Yep, sixteen ninety nine paperback, twelve ninety nine on Kindle, right. and. Uh, it's a number one new release in search engine optimization. Oh, that's where they, they classified. That's a weird spot to put it. So, um, 
pick up any book and you'll pick up any book on podcast monetization, you'll find 90% of it only covers how to launch a podcast. So, uh, well, you guys go pick this up for Dave. He's a good guy. Twelve ninety nine Kindle edition. It's, it's n- number one in blogging. Is it? Oh, number one in blogging. Well, good. Good for him. So, uh, pick it up and, and has it gotten any reviews? Um, is this Dave's first book? I think it's had other ones. He has some, had some other ones. So my favorite podcast, more, more podcasts, money, get your brand out of the basement. So those, some of those are, are deals, 99 cents. So again, twelve ninety nine is the uh, profit from your podcast. So, yeah, I think his his last book was about making money with podcasting. So. Let's see if I can find something here. Oh no, no, that was his first book, right? It's so funny. My book so far to date, it's not even, uh, not <laughs> even searchable. Right. Let's see here if I can. Man, I feel like I'm, I'm falling behind, Todd. I, I don't have a book. You don't have a book? <laughs> I don't have a book. What's wrong with me? You know, here's the funny part is, uh, the book that I did in 05. Was ve- it was very early on in the Amazon days. Yeah. And uh, I was the uh, number one tech selling book of, of 05. Right. <laughs> and I got that. So you know what that got me? Steak dinner. <laughs> Steak dinner wow. with, uh, from Amazon at some swanky hotel in Las Vegas. And then uh, the New York Times, uh, I was on a top 10 list with the New York Times, and that just got me a mention in New York Times. <laughs> oh, there it is. Here you go. What's that? What'd you find? Hey, you can buy it. It's still available. What? <laughs> Used for thirteen eighty. Oh, you can buy new. One of them for twenty three ninety. I've got so- nine in a box. <laughs> oh, is that what they're uh, referring to? Is your nine in the box? No, the nine in the box are sitting in the closet right eight feet from me. <laughs> wow, I can't believe it. Seven new from 1999, 29 new used from 565. It, wow. You know, but it, again, it did 45,000 copies. That's so, good. and back in the day, that's kind of funny. It's still yeah. there. So there's, yeah, you can, if you, if you want an autograph, go ahead and buy one out. <laughs> but it's highly outdated. This book was written before uh, Apple Podcasts was. It came out in just months yeah. before Apple put iTunes into podcasting. So, well, that was the very first. It book was the podcasting. first. It was the first book. Right. Yeah, it's funny. Twenty three ninety is what they're getting. I should still be getting royalty checks. Then I think you should. You know, I do get a royalty report every month, and for like eight or nine years, I was like the first couple of years were really good. I actually see I got paid in advance and I got paid royalty. Right. No one gets that anymore. Right. No one gets an advance. I think I got $13,000 advance or something like that. And I got royalty check. And I tell, I tell people that, that I got royalty checks and they look at me as not, you got what you got royalty checks. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, but my last royalty check was 47 cents. Wow. Yeah. 40. And it came in a, a big folder with about, eight or nine pieces of paper in it with a bunch of stuff I couldn't read and a check for 47 cents. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's almost the whole thing. It is kind of, but it's kind of, it's kind of funny and you know, it's all automated, you know, some machine put it together and got the check, right. you know? So, uh, yeah, it, it is kind of, uh, kind of insulting, but then, then you start getting reports about returns after a number of years, it talks about how many books returned that weren't sold. And then right. they take that, see that you've gotten an advance on those sales. Well, those returns then 
start going through those to bookstores if for bookstores or wherever they've sent them back right. to the publisher right. then you start on your report you start seeing a um a negative number you're in arrears so in other words you're not getting any more royalties until those returned books enough books have been sold to pay for the re- ones that have been returned oh, okay. <laughs> nothing worse than getting in the hole yeah no, but at least right? you know i didn't have to write him a check thank goodness but the, you know it went from 47 cents in the last check to owen money I, you know all that stuff i probably shredded it probably would be entertaining just to have available and put up but Right. You know, you never know. All right. We've got a few minutes left, uh, Rob. So, so today is the last day to sign up for the, uh, oh. the podcast Academy before the price goes up to a hundred bucks a year. And I, I announced that in the podcast award. I gave you, a, you? I gave you a pitch. You. I did. Wow. Thank you. And last night I did a, uh, um, a webinar on it with, uh, Michelle cop. And I talked about, not not last night. Sorry, Monday. Yeah. Talking about and that's actually available as an on on demand video. Well, um, why don't you send tomorrow. me the link and I'll put it in the show notes today. Okay. And okay. uh took a lot of a lot of questions. I think we had um two hundred and fifty people on the live webinar. Wow. Like so that was good. Yeah, it is good. All right, uh, we got to get out of here. I'm Todd at Blueberry.com. Uh, apologize for the short show today. Uh, okay, I, Rob G at Lipson.com if you want to send me an email. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Rob Greenlee as well. So go sign up uh, for the Podcast Academy. It's at thepodcastacademy.com. 50 so, bucks today, 100 bucks 50 tomorrow. 50 bucks today, 100 bucks tomorrow. So uh, make her done. Get her done, as they say. Get her done. Yes. <laughs> so uh, anyway, kind of a scatterbrain show, largely my fault. So send the heat, hate email to Rob. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Todd. <laughs> but everyone, thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of our, our little family. We will be back on Saturday for right. a regular, normal, non-scatterbrain show uh, right. at 12 p.m. I can't guarantee that it won't be scatterbrain, though, Todd. Okay. <laughs> 12 <laughs> Good luck with the podcast awards tonight. Yeah, the only thing in the can, all you got to push the play button, right? So, but you never know about internet, right? <laughs> you know, you're holding your breath. That please let the internet gods let everything stay right. up and online, right? <laughs> uh, in years past, I've sent Dave a copy of the file, so I, I might do that again this year. In the, in the, in the, sure. just in, just in case. All right, everybody. Thanks. We'll see you next time. We have a new me show. Take care. Bye-bye.